Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to I'm Good Actually. Actually, what was I going to say? I'm Good Actually, reporting for service. (laughs) (laughs) Mosh is now a thunderbird. I am. And before we begin, I'm drinking. (laughs) It's 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning for anybody who's wondering. And I'm pouring myself a nice crisp glass of white. I'm actually going for a bottomless brunch after this, so I just figured, why not? Oh, so you definitely need more booze beforehand when you're going bottomless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Just want to see what happens. See where the night takes us. Bear in mind, it's yeah. a Sunday and I've got work tomorrow as well. This is a recipe for disaster. I had a glass and a half of wine last night and I haven't drank in like over a week. And I woke up with a proper red wine head. I was livid. A glass and a half. Oh. Yeah, that's not a lot. Not for me. That sucks. And out of practice. I need to get back on it. Ready to. Oh, you wait until we're reunited. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm actually a bit scared. (laughs) You should probably just start drinking now just to train yourself. I should probably just drink through from now until Friday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, How has your week been? Um, Okay. Pretty chill. Pretty calm. Pretty nothing really to report. (laughs) Other than I'm still being ghosted, so that's fun. Okay. Yeah. That's shit. You haven't actually spoken about this situation before, so tell us. I kind of half mentioned it last week when I said the guy who had been chasing me for quite a while, that I'd been Mm. breadcrumbing a bit. And then Mm. the second I got interested, he has gone poof into nowhere. Um, So I haven't heard from him since last Thursday. So that's fun. Oh, really? Was you talking regularly before that or was it kind of fizzling out? Oh my god like constantly no but as in was there just like a solid stop last thursday or was it fizzling a bit for a few days before no solid stop like solid oh, stop he's still watching my instagram stories like as consistent as anybody ever possibly could but um yeah so that's fun i mean that's shit i'm sorry yeah i'm kind of in that place i'm like do i text him and be like dude what the fuck because it's someone i know it's not like it's just some guy from an app it's like somebody that i know irl but i'm also like but is it not mm. cooler to just like not say anything it depends what you want it's definitely cooler to not say anything and if you're not really that bothered and it's more like the principle of it like it was with me then just leave it because it is definitely cooler and you can do like the whole high road thing when you actually see him but if you actually want an answer and you want to be a bit like what the fuck's happened and potentially get it back on track then text him like there's no Mm. right or wrong yeah i don't know it's fucking annoying, isn't it? I mean, it's gonna be- figure out what you want and then kind of work out what to do from there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is annoying. It is really annoying because, like, it did. It was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, is this something that could be something?" Um, mm. But evidently not. So we move. Do you know what is something? Me and you. We are something that could be something. This is something with a capital S, my friend. <laughs> this is commitment. <laughs> This is the most commitment I can actually deal with right now, I think. (laughs) Uh, What about you? How's your week been? Um, Do you know what? It hasn't been that great in terms of like nothing bad's happened. I've just been in quite a low mood and it's cooked better. I've been really busy at work. Yeah, it's been a bit of a shitty one, but I'm on Mm -hmm. the up. It's always around the time of my period. It's always a bit shit. So yeah, that was your Um, reasoning last week, though, and I don't know if it... (laughs) I know. Quite well, in that. my defence, it, it's bled into two because I'm always a nightmare for like a week before. Oh yeah, didn't I didn't even mean to say that. Yeah, I'm always a nightmare a week before. Yeah, and then the official 
Shark Week officially began on <laughs> Thursday, so it did kind of go over two podcast yeah. episodes. Um, yeah, I like describing it as Shark Week. I've got a. Uh, I, I don't have periods anymore because I've got the coil, but I've got a like tampon and pad like pouch to keep in your bag, and it has the Shark Week logo on it, and I fucking love it. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing. I love it too. Um, do you know what else isn't fun? <laughs> Is our little TikToks that happened. <laughs> Men are just honestly, some men, okay, not all of them, some men are just pigs. Oh my um, God. So I basically posted our reel that Mia so beautifully edited onto our TikTok page and it kind of kicked off a bit. TikTok's so unpredictable with its yeah. algorithm, so you never know what's going to happen. And this one actually like took off and it's had like loads of views and loads of comments. And some <laughs> of the comments from men are just... I screenshotted some of the best ones. So it was the clip from last week where we were talking about, um, Morsh was saying about different ages on the apps and what they're like. And then I suggested dating the under 30 crowd. Um, I don't think we said anything particularly bad. I don't think we were saying men are all pigs. We were just saying, hey, it's weird that at these ages, people still don't know what they want. I actually listened back to it and was like, we weren't even negative. Like I said, the younger ones are still fucking around, which is absolutely fine. You're perfectly entitled to fuck around if you want anyone of any right age can fuck around but what I just meant was the younger ones aren't really looking to settle down yet the only negative thing I said in that whole thing was actually about myself and I said I haven't got self-esteem to date a 28 year old <laughs> so I don't know why everyone's gone mad because I'm the only person I was mean about was me I did like the one guy that commented he was like obviously younger and he was like we love older women you show us what to do you make your good practice women I know and I was just like practice like you actually describing us as practice women. Like I mean, some of I'm the comments, I'll just read out some of the best ones. Someone said, this is what women wanted. They wanted to stay single, have a career, have an exciting lifestyle with their girlfriends. And the reality is now the good men are with good women and the rest of them are left for women like this. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have a career, so I've really lost out on all sides here. <laughs> Um, someone else, Stevie B, I'm going to name check it. Oh, I love Stevie the B. The evening. He just kept on commenting, even though no one was replying. He said, is it even possible to find a woman these days without a body count of 50 plus men no. or without an OnlyFans no. or having a woman that everyone's seen slash been with is a red flag? I was like, Stevie B is a virgin. I don't think I'm Stevie B it. is the man for me. No. Did you like my response to that? I didn't get it at the start, but then afterwards I got it. Yeah, I did. He not. wrote he wrote scene slash bean. So I was like, don't bring Sean Bean into this. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, the last one I'm going to read out is someone saying, maybe the issue is those doing the podcast. Perhaps you're not worth a relationship, <laughs> which was hilarious because when I looked at his bio, it said, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself every day. Sometimes I fail and that's okay. So I replied, is this comment really you trying to be the best version of yourself? Is that really what you're doing with saying this comment to us? Um, and there was hundreds more. There was loads more of men just being like, you're all fucking wrong and, no one, and that's why no one wants to be in a relationship with you. So I was like, that's nice. Thank you. Maybe we aren't. Maybe we don't deserve a relationship. Maybe that is what the problem is. Maybe we don't. There was one on there as well saying something about how like all women now have five kids to three different baby daddies and no man wants to date like no no man wants another man's leftovers or ruined leftovers or something no man wants to start from another man's save point 
And it was that <laughs> Stevie B. It was the same person. Is that Stevie B as well? Yeah. Oh, Stevie, B. Stevie B. I wish I'd seen that comment before you'd replied because I'd have just been like, actually, it's only two kids to two baby daddies. So get your facts straight, my friend. <laughs> I think to one of them, I, I was trying to find the comment, I couldn't remember. But to one person, I just got the ump in the end and I was like, just go and have a wank over our reels and then come back when you're feeling a bit more clear headed. <laughs> <laughs> he never replied. <laughs> That's amazing. I was quite proud of that one. It's just so embarrassing. And they're just showing themselves up to just have had really boring lives. And it's like, if your whole issue is about how many people people have slept with or what they've done with their lives before you, Mm. and that means that you cannot possibly respect that person. Like, honestly, I think these guys, they need to go and touch a dick, someone else's dick, go have some experiences, go have some fun and come back to me. Because you're just... You're looking like little incel Andrew Tate fans and ain't pretty. And there was one guy that said something really like, what can a woman that's, I think it was Stevie B again in a different comment, said something like, what can a woman that's been around the block a million times and has got five kids by five different dads, like possibly offer me or something. And I was just like, you know, you're talking about a person with a personality that's got qualities that can add something to your life. Like you're just seeing her as like a lump of meat that's churned out children. I was like, you know, this is an actual person we're talking about like also what can a woman who's slept with 50 plus men offer you a better lay than a girl who hasn't slept with any yeah. men experience i get that us putting this stuff on the internet opens us ourselves up to like comments and stuff and that's absolutely fine but like when people go turbo rude mm-hmm. and like try and upset us or mug us off when we haven't said anything that bad that, that's what i don't understand like there were other men that commented that were like you know that women do this too as well and i replied and was like absolutely i said you're just hearing a snippet of a conversation where we are talking about our personal experiences and that just happens to be with men there is never any doubt that women do this as well and then I had a few conversations later with guys that were being completely normal and we're just yeah. talking about it and I was replying to them in the same way as women like that's it's not that we don't want people to respond to us if they don't agree with us it's just why have you got to be rude if we're not being rude I don't get it that, that guy who said um don't you know this happens to men too also then used the worst metaphor I've ever seen in my life saying it's yeah. like a it's like someone murdering someone and then slagging off another murderer it's like no what yeah. first of all because we don't do this we're complaining about it because we're looking for a relationship like it the context is right there my friend and also like shut up shut up the but guy yeah. also replied after that and said that was a poor analogy a better one is like it it's like you having a homeless person follow you home or something. I was just like, mate, what? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about now. So I'm not having a homeless person follow you about. home. Yeah. I think that actually, I think that might have been a different person. This might be the guy that said getting into a relationship with a woman is like adopting a dog. Oh, I saw that and one. having to babysit them all the time. Yeah. And then he replied and said, actually, that was a bad analogy. A better one is it's like having a homeless person follow you home. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> Look, to be honest, with me, it's not like adopting a dog. It's like adopting a cat because I just want a nap all day and I will hate you most of the time. There's no dog energy from either of (laughs) us. We are full cat energy. So if you're going to do it. Yeah, I think that's right, actually. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, so that was fun. I mean, I was just creasing. Mm. Also, the fact someone said, what have women got to offer other than their fanny? And I was like, if you're going to try and slag us off using the word fanny, just I can't take you seriously. You're yeah. like a seven-year-old in the playground. Yeah. Fanny. It's such like a 12-year-old thing to say, isn't it's it? It's so fanny out. I hate oh, it. Mate. It's the worst word. Oh, <sighs> 
But yes, that was well, fun. Well, so that was good, and that's a good thing to lead us into. Yeah, our I topic this week. So cheers. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I really wish I had like a beer or something. <laughs> sorry i do have a bottle of red wine next to my bed from last night so crack it out let's see let's see how this goes i might need it for this topic to be honest okay well i'm excited let's do this let's do this okay so this week we are going to be talking about dating fatigue the exhaustion of all things dating. Um, I actually looked up like a full definition. I found an article on Psychology Today by Caitlin Cantor and she describes dating fatigue as an attitude. Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) not that. (laughs) An attitude of indifference, feeling depressed and hopeless, exhausted at the thought of another day or thinking you're ready to give up. Some people will experience dating fatigue after just a few dates and others won't experience it for a few years of dating. Those people are my heroes. I added that bit. Most will feel dating fatigue on and off over time. When you will experience it depends on your expectations, how you handle rejection and disappointment, how you take care of yourself and whether or not you view the dating journey as an opportunity for growth or you resist change. I mean, that last line gave me some, yeah, very much so. But yeah, I think dating fatigue is a very real thing. And I think a lot of people are feeling it right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm in it right now. This is a perfect week to do this. Literally. I'm literally in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've both really hit a brick wall with it this week, haven't we? And we're both just like, Mm -hmm. what is the fucking point? We are so tired. I think the thing is, um, for me, what's made it worse is that I started the year off like really optimistically, like weirdly optimistic. You'll remember me. And I was like, I really feel like this is the year that things are going to change. And I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that I was going to meet the love of my life, but I just felt like it was, I was really ready to like receive whatever was going to be thrown my way and then I and then that teamed with going on the apps and there being loads of people that I was like because normally I go on the apps and there aren't a lot of people that I like want to match with yeah and for like the first month of this year there were loads and I was like oh my god there's loads of men okay this is fine and then I've started going on dates and I was like this is great and now I feel like I've hit the wall where now I'm looking on the apps and there's hardly anyone that I want to match with again when I do they either don't communicate or the conversation is just really dry and I kind of feel like I had two good months and now it's over. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. great. I want to come back to the dating app thing in a bit because I think dating app fatigue is a very like specific part of it because I okay. think the apps have mm-hmm. changed things so much. Um, but first, I just want to kind of talk about like, how, how does it impact you? Like, does it, when you're starting to feel this like hopelessness and just like, uh, over the whole idea of even like talking to someone again, how does it like mm-hmm. impact like your mental health, your self-esteem or just like your general mood? Like, does it affect everything? Um, it really does with me. So I famously <laughs> have had sleep issues um, ever since my last breakup. There was like periods of times where like for weeks where I'd sleep like an hour or two a night. Um, and when it gets like this, where it all feels a bit hopeless. The first thing that gets affected is my sleep. Mm -hmm. And it basically ends up being a situation where I get in bed and the minute I put my phone down, put my book down, whatever I'm doing and um, try to sleep. I kind of, it makes me panic. 
Yeah. And like it, I, to the point where I'm like, I have to like get up and walk around. Like I can't lay still in bed because it actually stresses me out so much that I am like fully panicking in bed. And then obviously that means I don't sleep. And then the next day I feel worse because I haven't slept, but also like, yeah. the panic is still there. And then that kind of puts a gray cloud over everything. Um, so it does really affect me. And I think I'm a worrier anyway. So um, when I sit down and really think about it, Obviously, you can have like really lighthearted conversations like people that you haven't seen for a while can ask you how the apps are, or how dating is. And you can be like, yeah, like it's shit and then move on. But when I really dissect it and have like an in-depth conversation or I think about it too much, it fucks me up and it like really does affect me because it, yeah. it I'm just so scared of being alone forever. I don't want to be alone forever. I don't want to never have kids. The marriage thing, it's not like if I never got married, I wouldn't be that bothered. I'd like to get married, but it's the not having kids and not having a person that loves me and I love them to have kids with that terrifies me. And I think that's because there's a biological clock there. There's a, yeah, of course. The way I see it is there's like time running out for that. Whereas marriage, you can get married when you're like 70 if you want. So, yeah. 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 I think I have similar, obviously, not the wanting kids thing because I already did that. Mm -hmm. And dear God, no more. Say how you really feel, Mia. <laughs> I mean, I've made it clear time and time again. This is closed for business. Thank you for playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, it totally hits my everything as well. Like it's just for me, it's a real feeling of like loneliness. And I find I think I I find it worse when I when the kids are at their dads and I don't have plans. And like say they're just at their dads for like a random like Tuesday and Wednesday. So like no one wants to go out. No one's everyone's just like whatever. And I just have that. I'm just sat at home alone on the sofa doing the same thing as I do if the kids are here. And it's just like, yeah. I just want somebody to like hang out with on those days when I don't have the kids. I just want that like feeling of there's somebody else. Like it's not just me. And like, yeah, it's that loneliness is really kicking my ass at the minute. Am I right in, and this is obviously a question and if I'm wrong, tell me, is it, I feel like that's different for you because you don't have the luxury of like spontaneity. So I can have a week where I go to work and come home and I've got no plans. And then I know I've got no plans that weekend. And sometimes it bothers me. Sometimes I, like if I've been really busy and I'm like, oh my God, I've got nothing to do this weekend. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I know that at the drop of a hat, if I decided that I didn't want to stay in, I could just go and do something. Yeah. And do you think it makes it worse for you knowing that you've only got certain times that you can see people and go out and be, have like a social life without the kids? So if you don't do it on those days, you kind of fuck, you haven't fucked it. Sorry, that sounds awful. That sounds like a mean thing to say. But you know what I mean, don't yeah. you? It's like you can't just be like, oh, if you're not around today, I'll see you tomorrow instead. Like you don't have that luxury. Yeah. So 100%. do you think that makes it worse? Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, you know, I've got maybe if I'm lucky two nights a week and that's Mm. not often the case um where I can do something so yeah if I'm like not doing anything with it I just feel like well that was my window to have my own life to be an adult that isn't mum for five minutes to have that like freedom to be Mia and not yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and it's yeah so it's annoying and that's kind of the the way that it I think it gets me the most and yeah and also do you know when I really 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 hate being single bin night (laughs) (laughs) blue job (laughs) seriously blue job we've discussed this before as well blue job doesn't mean boy job there's blue people and there's pink people 
It doesn't mean yes. boys and girls. And I am very much a pink mm-hmm. person, not a blue person. And I need a blue person in my life. Yes. Do you know what? I think nowadays I might I might have merged. I might be a purple person where I can do both because I've just been on my own for so long. Yeah. Oh, I can do it, obviously, because I have to. But yeah. I'm not happy about it. But like I've been putting art up on my walls. As you I don't see. think. But I don't um, think that's a blue job. I don't think like oh maybe I'm a bit like that too I don't see the DIY stuff as a blue thing but then I was with someone for seven years who famously couldn't even build like an Ikea coffee table without fucking it up so (laughs) I love building Ikea furniture I fucking love it same it's like a puzzle it's like a puzzle it is like a big puzzle and you're rewarded with a nice piece of furniture at the end and not a shitty puzzle (laughs) that you just take apart and put back in the box I love it yeah puzzles are so fucking pointless aren't they i fucking love a puzzle though i love a puzzle but at the end you're like well fucking now what yeah what's the point of that (laughs) and you want to like show everyone and be proud of it and people are like like... okay you made a puzzle congratulations (laughs) two-year-olds do that (laughs) yeah no puzzles annoy me that's why i like lego you're rewarded at the end uh like when Ava used to get loads of Lego for Christmas every year be like Boxing Day our mate Finch used to always come around on Boxing Day for um drinks and me and him would just sit at the table and ignore everyone and just build all of Ava's Lego we wouldn't even talk to each other while we're doing it but it was just the most happy little moment just me and him sat there with a glass of wine do you know what I'll be honest I think that's actually why I want kids (laughs) Lego so I've got an excuse to just buy so much Lego (laughs) And the truth so comes out. the only reason I want kids, yeah. Fuck. Amazing. Sorry, I digress then. Puzzles right. are shit. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> right, let's move on to the dating app fatigue then. Um, okay. Because I think the apps really seem to speed up this feeling of fatigue because mm. so often you don't even get to the date part. It's just like another fucking talking stage. And it's... Mm-hmm this game of like trying to appear pretty and funny and interesting enough to like to stand out first of all to even get Mm. the matches and then to entertain someone that you literally don't know um you don't know anything about really just to maybe Mm. try and get this first date yeah and I think you sort of said it a minute ago like that feeling of the constant swiping it's this like constant barrage Mm. of people and then that feeling of like completing the apps yeah is that where you think is that where you're feeling you're at at the minute it's like you've seen the best that there is and you're done yeah I mean I feel like the only sort of kind of dating fatigue I do have is dating app fatigue because I don't really meet anyone in any other way Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't done ever since my ex like every date I've been on every person I've been talking to actually that's incorrect we know about one other person but we're not going to talk about him Um, we're not every (laughs) every other person has been via a dating app so I don't really have any other sort of fatigue I think the thing that exhausts me is when it gets to this stage with it how many different factors come into play so my personality I feel like if you're around me and you either listen to this or you're around me in real life and you kind of see how I am out and interacting with people there's loads of things that might put men off that if you actually saw it wouldn't be that big of a deal but if you see it written on paper or via just a photo Mm -hmm. like the podcast thing like I feel like men might look at that and be like oh my god I'm not doing that but I'm like no but if you actually listen to it if you know how Mia and I are then it you it's not like the big deal that men would think it is that we do this podcast Mm -hmm. and um 
I find that whenever I get dated at fatigue, it pushes me to do loads of other things. Like it makes me question all my photos on my profile and question all my prompts and whether I should say this. And then I have a complete overhaul of that. And then that makes me go on to Bumble and do the same thing on there. And then it makes me stress about, I haven't got any decent photos and that photo is too old. And then I look like this and that, and men aren't going to like that. And if I'm trying to put this across, and then it makes me question how I am on dating apps. And when I get dating app fatigue, like normally I look through people's profiles and really read the prompts and see if like maybe if the photos I don't connect with straight away if I connect with every single one of their prompts like I'll still swipe but then when I've got dating app fatigue I will literally just look at the first photo that comes up and be like yep no and then I'm like but if men are doing that to me that means my first photo has to be nice and now I have to go back in and look at what all of my photos are in and it's just it just makes everything so much more exhausting and that adds to the fatigue it's not just about whether I am swiping and talking to men on there it ends up being a whole wider issue that just makes everything 10 times more exhausting because there's 10 times more things to be exhausted about yeah yeah (laughs) because it is this like you're having to create a characterized version of yourself that you think is what the man you're looking for would want Mm. and I don't I don't even find that it's characterized I feel like you need to condense everything you are into three photos and two sentences Mm. and expect someone to read that and be like this woman is amazing and I need to meet up with her I need to spend the rest of my life with her and it's just not you can't it's not possible what is your current bumble bio oh fucking hell I think I went through let me have a look I think I went through a phase of not taking it seriously and I think we're in that at the moment Oh, mine for ages has been, let me hold your dumb hand and sleep in your stupid t-shirts, you piece of shit. I mean, that's very you. I know. That's very you. Um, so my about me says, I want a dog. Do you want a dog? Cool. Message me and we'll get a dog. <laughs> I like that. Um, which is very me. And then the next one, the prompt is, I'm hoping you dot, dot, dot. And I just put like disappointment. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, and, this, you're on your comedy um, comedy profile, yeah. aren't we? I forgot about that. And then the next prompt is: as a child, I was really into, and I just put napping. <laughs> nice, still are. Oh, and then one thing that is relatively true is the prompt is swipe right if, and I put you have an accent because oh my god, accents have got me in a chokehold at the moment. Everyone I'm matching with on there is Irish. Can't deal with. Oh, it. shut the fuck up! I'm so jealous. <sighs> Love it. I love an accent. How have I only just discovered this? I've got a, um, as a child, I was really into on mine as well. Mine is getting my Barbies to make out. Oh my God. I always used to make my Barbies have sex. And then I've got swipe right <laughs> if you're brave enough to potentially end up on my dating podcast. Oh, that's a, do you see, that's completely normal, but that's a bold thing to have on there because men will be like, oh no, I'm not doing that. I know. And then it's meant to be if you'll take the bins out. See, I'm on brand. I am on brand. You are. You are on brand. Yeah. So I'm in my comedy era and it's not going well. No, no. Um, So I think the thing with the apps that really like just makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) I'm so I'm so close to doing the same, honestly. Sorry. I feel Um, like I need to pour myself a bigger glass now. Um, is the you just message a few times and either it just like fizzles or they stop responding or like it takes mm-hmm. them like three days to respond and then you're like oh I can't be asked just that like the messaging 
that leads to nothing. And it takes so yeah. much effort. Like we're trying to make this interesting. Like I'm trying to make sure there's a conversation flowing. Like if you give me an mm-hmm. answer, give me a question back. So we're having a fucking conversation and it's like, it's tiring. And then it just is completely nothing. Mm. And it's and the thing that I always think is like, 90 well I say 90 that's probably that's probably unfair half of men's yes she's drinking wine cheers bitch that was from the bottle by the way um so I think half of men's dating apps have got like hardly any prompts there's not really anything tangible that you can comment back to although in fairness to them if you look at mine mine's exactly the same unless you've got an accent um but I find that when you're messaging and you're trying to start a conversation so often you don't get a lot back so I always go Mm -hmm. down the route of well obviously this man is just not the man for me because we can't even have a conversation he's not even prepared to do that but then when you have that thought process in your head about absolutely everyone that you've swiped for for the past two weeks it does get to the point where you're like well, there are just no men then, are there? Like if everyone is is like, oh, well, this just isn't the man for me. When you have that 500 times, it does make you think, well, there just isn't a person out there for me then, is there? Literally, like yeah. I've tried. I've looked at all of them and they're all shit. So <laughs> what's the point? Um, I think as well, because of the apps, and I think the apps have a lot to answer for. Like I don't know if dating fatigue was such a thing pre-app dating because – it does feel like such a constant, like you can be swiping wherever you are. Like, you know, it's not the same as like, you're actually going out to meet. Um, And I think there's also the thing of like, there's always somebody else. There's always someone else, another few swipes away. And I think that has really altered like our brain chemistry with dating. And I think for a lot of people, like they meet someone and you go on a few dates and it's really good, but you've still got in the back of your head. Well, if I go back on Bumble, what if there's someone yeah. better? Like you can all there can always be someone else. There could always be somebody better just a few mm-hmm. swipes away. And I think that has really altered how we approach it. So therefore, there's a lot more disposable nature with the people that we are talking to and potentially dating. Yeah, I mean, think about how hard it is to meet someone nowadays not via an app. Mm-hmm. So if you do, and if apps weren't available you're not going to think there's someone better around the corner because it was a fucking miracle that you met that one person in the first place. But when you've got the apps, a hundred percent, I'm finding that there's just too many options nowadays. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't necessarily think I'm guilty of that because if I match with someone on an app and I really connect with them, like I did that guy I went on a date with the other week who bought me flowers um, and the guy before, like they were both really great people. So But I'm one of those stupid people that the minute I match with someone, if I'm having conversations like that, that I'm really into and I'm really keen, I'd then stop going on the apps. Like I didn't go on those apps for the rest of the week because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to focus my energy on that. And I don't necessarily think that a lot of other people, and I say other people, I'm not just saying men. I don't, there's probably women out there that do the same thing as well. But I don't think that's normal. I think most people will match with someone and have these conversations and arrange dates, but continue yeah. swiping. I think it's quite rare that people go, okay, this one person's got potential, so I'm going to stop until I know whether it's a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where I'm going wrong. 
No, I'm Maybe the same I as you though. Fifty options. Well, that's the thing. We do. I think we both do put like all of our eggs in one basket when we start talking to somebody. But also, I just can't. I don't have the energy or the time or the like emotional balance to be able to be talking to multiple people at one time I was literally going to say the same thing like I'm busy with work I haven't got the energy to be messaging fucking five six people like sometimes if I'm just messaging one person I don't have time to do that so also I just don't know how you remember who you've told what to or who's told you what like do you know what I mean like I'll forget who told me which story and then I'll do like a funny callback and I'll be talking to the wrong guy yeah I know I mean I I just never do it so I don't have that problem I I suppose I do like so there might be some nights where I will match with like three or four people and they all kind of say hello at the same time and even then I'm a bit like just say hello four times it's fine (laughs) that is stressful though (laughs) but also like I mean I met someone off the app this ghost was off app yeah like I met I didn't meet him on an app like and it's still gone to shit so you can't it's (laughs) it's no better either way it's not I mean what are our options to even meet someone at work which is my entire was my entire personality for at least eight years and it didn't yeah. go well um <laughs> multiple times can I add not just with one person it, um, never, it never, never goes well yeah maybe don't shit on your own doorstep is what I should is like the advice uh-huh, I should take uh-huh. with me but it's just fun um so it's meeting people at work or on dating apps or out and I mean famously you never meet anyone in the wild what sort of craziness is that oh I have that blows my mind. I live in London and I've never met anyone in the wild. <laughs> um, both both of my little black book phone numbers that I'll call up if I if I need some relief. Both of them I met in the wild. Okay, that's good. Mm, I feel like all. you want to say more. No, there's no more? No? <laughs> I'm just... Are you okay? No, I'm really not. Drink more red wine. Have another swig of red wine. It will okay. help. It will okay. help you. I could put this in the glass, but I'm not. Um, oh, fuck it. Who needs glass? And yeah, I think let's let's get back on topic. I don't know why I went all weird talking about that. Then you went super weird talking. I about don't know that. what that was. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's worrying. I'm gonna, I might have to delve deeper into that later. Figure out what the fuck's going on there. I think with the apps, like you mentioned, it's the ebb and flow of it. Like you can have a couple of weeks where you're like fuck me there are so many great people here I'm talking to this guy he's amazing this person wants to go on a date oh what we're having a wonderful time and then next week it's like this is hell on earth I Mm. would rather throw myself into a flaming bin full of used nappies than continue swiping (laughs) and you know what the worst thing the very worst thing about exactly what you just said is that you've got no control over it Mm -hmm. and none of it is anything to do with you it is just one week it's great one week it's not and it is out of your control, a hundred percent, and that's what I hate about it. Yeah, same. I think I've made the decision this week. I'm going to delete the apps until the end of the month. Oh, interesting. I am that over it. Like, I'm just. What is the point? I'm just in a shitty mood. Like, you know, I've been ghosted again, and all I'm doing on the apps is like trying to fill that hole, <laughs> mm. literally and figuratively. Uh, and I'm not doing it for healthy reasons. I'm just swiping and getting more and more annoyed. So I think I'm just going to go sayonara to the apps until April. Okay. Well, okay. What? <laughs> what was the well? I don't know. No. So I was going to say, 
I that scared me you saying that thinking that I would do it too so I was like I'm gonna leave it until the end of the month and then the whole of March I will not go on the apps and then April I'll start again and then I realized it was the 5th of March and I nearly had a heart attack because how was it March already okay (laughs) sorry that was what that was literally what happened in my head for that whole two seconds that I look weird (laughs) it's the well no I I was thinking about to tell me off for something I was gonna say well I might do it in March and then I was looked at the date uh, and I was like, it's March. Yeah, yeah, it is It is March. So I'm doing it in March. Um, um, okay. So yeah, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to all dating vibes for a month. Yeah, I would do it, but you set me a task, didn't you, last week? <laughs> How has that been going? Oh my God, absolutely awful. Oh. <laughs> absolutely awful. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I don't, again, I think this is, I don't think it's specifically like younger men are not interested, which is what obviously I'm convinced that it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really getting any matches. And that is hence why I've got the dating fatigue. It's just not. Like some guy did match with me and he had a cat and he said he was putting his cat out on their balcony for um, the first time. So I was like, invested. How did Poppy get on today? Um, and we ended up just having a whole conversation about his cat walking around the balcony. And then I was like, okay, now is the point where you shut the fuck up about your cat and start asking me, so do you have any pets? What are your yeah. childhood traumas? You know, just like general stuff. <laughs> just, uh, just small talk. And nothing. No. He messaged me like again three hours later and said, you're really pretty. And I was like, thanks. Appreciate that sort of comment. Keep on coming. And then he was like, Poppy is eating dry biscuits for the first time. And I was just like, mate. Oh, no. If his entire personality is his cat, let's not. Well, no, do you know what? It's fine. Good conversation starter. I said I was invested. I wanted to know about it. But there is a point where you move yeah. on because we are strangers and I've never yeah. met Poppy. It's a good conversation starter. It is not a good yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then I was a bit like, mm. come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know why this this is stressing me the fuck out, this topic. Mm. Why? Because I'm stressed by it and I'm feeling it all too much. Right. It's making me like weird because i am stressed by it too but i'm like if anything it feels like cathartic to say it all get it out fair i'm just scared i'm gonna cry (laughs) oh my god please cry it will be great content it really would be (laughs) great content i know (laughs) i think another big part of dating fatigue is this like desire to like skip to the good part to skip past all of the the admin and the rules and the chats and the not really knowing where you stand and get straight to that love and companionship and actual relationship part mm, and I yeah. and I think the constant just going over and over again through the talking stages through the what is this I don't know is this going anywhere stages just it, it wears you down when you know mm-hmm. that your like your goal is to be in love and be in a healthy mm-hmm. relationship do you find like the talking stages fucking exhausting like we've kind of already touched on it it's a hard one I think because since my breakup and since I've been back on the apps I have never progressed past a second date um so for me I think if I got to a talking stage with someone that I was really excited about and then I went on a first and second date and really liked them I would be all about it Mm -hmm. so I am not bored of that because I like the excitement and that whole butterfly feeling of someone really new and I haven't found that yet so when I the only bit I'm bored of is the matching 
conversation and then I mean there's been what five occasions where that has progressed to a first date for me so Mm. I really haven't got very far at all so I haven't actually got fatigue about the talking stages yet um because I think of the five people that I've had good talking stages with and gone on a date there must have been over a hundred where the talking stage has either been really short-lived or just not very good um so it's that it's that like really initial first matching talking stage and just the swiping and nothing coming from it that I'm really bored of but I completely appreciate where you're coming from that's just not my personal experience Mm because I've just never progressed from that really yeah which is frustrating Uh, yeah I think for me it's that sort of it feels like things are going well but there's just that constant Mm -hmm. because it's happened so many times like I'll be talking to someone like pretty consistently for like I would say the the few that have like stood out like a couple months of like chatting and meeting up and it all and like talking constantly on the phone texting FaceTime in person all Mm -hmm. of the things and then it just kind of ending up being nothing and it's just that feeling of like okay I've put effort into this I've caught feelings obviously not I'm not saying I'm in love with them but I was catching feelings because otherwise I wouldn't still be talking to them Mm -hmm. I've had that like hope and put that like faith in that maybe it could be something and then it's nothing again and it's just like what is the fucking point then and that's the stage that I'm at now it's just what is the fucking point because again I fucking put some effort into someone I thought this is something that could really be something Mm -hmm. and it's not but also you've invested so much time yeah so much time has been wasted on war and it's like we haven't got a lot of time anymore people literally like last year like the whole Voldemort thing I wasted like a good seven months of my life on that prick yeah if not more it was nearly a year and it's not even like like when you have real substantial relationships like your ex like your your proper ex Um, and my ex yeah you could kind of see that as time wasted but in the same breath we've learned a lot and I'm fairly sure there were qualities that were brought out of me and ways that I deal with things it kind of every big relationship like that you have that ends it teaches you something it kind of molds you into being capable of having the relationships that you will have going forward so I don't ever see that as time wasted but when it's like these stupid talking stages and just situationships I don't really feel like that would add value to you or your personality or how you treat people etc going forward so it is just a fucking waste of time you also don't have like the experiences you didn't have that life together you didn't have the holidays or just like the the days spent together and things you did together so you don't have those like Mm. great experiences to look back on and go no it wasn't wasted time like we had good times we did amazing things it's just fucking data on my phone Mm. yeah (laughs) you know yeah and I think having had relationships and having people around us all in like committed relationships or being bloody married like the desire Mm. is really real to like skip to that intimacy skip to that point that they're at so that we can have what they've got like I want what she's having kind of vibe know what I mean yeah and you know what I really felt that about our friends that got married a couple of months ago that the wedding that we both went to Mm -hmm. when I saw them I was just like I want that that. I know they just love each other so much and they're so good together as well like I want to meet like they I really feel like they met their person 
Yeah. Like I don't I don't believe that there's only one the one for God, everyone. No. And I don't think that for anyone, for me, for you, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they definitely are each other's person. Yeah, you can like, meet one of your ones. Like there's multiple ones. God, should we just bite the bullet and get married? Fuck's sake. <laughs> It's getting more and more tempting every fucking day, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. It really is. I think one of the hardest things about dating, like especially the early dating, like not relationships, is getting over something that actually never was something. Yeah. So like putting all that, like we were just saying, putting all that time and effort and hope into somebody just for it to end and nothing. It still fucking hurts. Like you've still lost something. Like, yeah. Do you know what the worst thing for me is when, because there's so, it's so few and far between, I actually come across someone on the app and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, you're hot. Your profile's funny. Like I'm into it. The worst, and this happened to me on Thursday with, you know, that Thursday dating app. So obviously Mm -hmm. the premise of that is that you can match with people and speak throughout the day, but at midnight, the entire app deletes. Oh no. And there was a guy for the first time that I was like, oh my God. He lives in Clapham, which isn't too far from me. He was hot. All of his prompts were funny, but there was one that was like a genuine, I was like, right, I've perfect conversation starter. But I didn't see it till nine o'clock at night. So I matched him. And then about half an hour later, he matched me back. So I was like, fantastic. So then I sent him a message, didn't get a response. And then at like 11, just as I was going to bed, I was like, if you happen to see this, like I'm aware this app deletes. So this is my number if you want to like chat. And then it just deleted. And I don't know if he ever even saw it. And I was like, I really, really wanted to even try and talk to this guy. And then it just was just gone. Just that gone. app is a bit of a shit. I hate yeah. that. But the, that's what I mean. Like the thing for me is when there's someone that I think, oh my God, I really want you to match me back. And then they don't. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I hate that. That is annoying. Mm. Yeah, it's that sort of like putting all these efforts in, making plans, feeling like it could be something, chatting, like I was just saying, for however long. And then Mm. it just fizzling and you haven't got a relationship to mourn. You haven't got a breakup to go to your friends with. It's just some person that you were talking to for a while that you had some good chemistry with and then it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And that we don't like have anything in place to like support people through that like if I went to one of my friends who's in a relationship and was like oh I was talking to this guy for a month and now he's ghosted like most people would be like oh well get back out there and it's like no it's not that like I feel sad Mm. I I put the is you know like in a relationship you're mourning all the things that you thought were coming in the future like even if you've only been talking to them for a bit but you really connected with that person you're still mourning those like things that you thought were going to happen and like that's the state that I'm in right now, and that's what I'm I'm so mm. fucking annoyed about because this yeah. person wasn't just talking. We weren't just talking for sex. We weren't just doing the casual thing. Like he mm. made it really clear he wanted more from me, and now there's nothing. And it's almost like mm. it feels like the second that I said, "Okay, yeah, cool, I kind of want more too," he's gone. Uh, he actually, like, no. I don't. Yeah. And it's fucking frustrating and I'm so fucking bored of it like ghosting is just the Mm. dickest move you can make and that's why there's a part of me as well like when I said earlier like do I text him I don't actually want to because I don't want to start that conversation up again because actually what you've done is really fucking childish and Mm -hmm. really just lame so do I want to reopen that line of communication when this is how you you deal with things like grow the fuck up 
but I am going to have to see a lot of him this summer. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's not great. Um, so I had exactly the same thing with the guy that I spoke about last week that ghosted mm-hmm. me this, for the second time. And I did that TikTok about, mm-hmm. and what was hard for people to understand is obviously last year was the first time that we'd matched and we spent a week of solidly talking. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is actually really funny. And like, we've got loads to talk about. And then when it fizzled out, cause I was in Madrid, I was like, Oh, that's actually really fucking annoying. Like, obviously I had an amazing time in Madrid. I went with one of my best friends and there was not one part of me that didn't want to go, but part of me was a bit like, fuck, if I hadn't have gone to Madrid, like, could I have met up with him or would this have been something? So even last year, I was kind of mourning that a little bit. I was like, that's really fucking annoying that that's happened. Like I'm actually a bit bothered and nobody understood it that wasn't in the same situation because it had only been like a week. But I was like, but when you've got nothing Mm-hmm. and then this could just that little bit of potential is enough to make you actually think I'm actually fucking annoyed that that didn't work out so then when he came back this time I was like this timing is better the timing was just wrong before now yeah. he's back and it was this was always beat to be like what it was meant to be so then when he ghosted I was like no <laughs> like this, this yeah. is what's supposed to happen and it's like I wasn't anywhere near as bothered this time as I was last year because we didn't have that really good talking stage this time. But it's still like, again, this is what a, a grand total of probably not even two weeks of experience with this guy last year and this year combined. Yeah. It probably didn't even amount to two weeks worth of a situation. But it's still something that has bothered me because it just had potential and it just got fucked up in so many different ways. And it's just frustrating and annoying. Yeah, it is. It's fucking yeah. It's so fucking annoying. But you're right. I don't think people in relationships understand. No. That. Which is actually something I wanted to move on to. Um, is the advice people from the outside like to give. Um, yeah. people, like, they want to help. They want to make you feel better. They want to give you like some heart, hope. But you kind of just get the same bullshit responses over and over again. Like you get Mm -hmm. the, are you really putting yourself out there? Or are you, are you being too picky? Or maybe stop trying. I got this one the other day. Maybe stop trying so hard. What you you chase runs away. Okay. So I'm just going to sit and wait for my dream person to just stroll in through my front door. Like, and the thing is, I get it, but all 90% of the people that are like married, it's the married ones that I'm a bit like, come on now, because I get that it's nothing but good in- intentions. And also, it doesn't make me annoyed at them. I know that they're just trying to help. Oh, but me. if you're married now, you have been in a relationship for long enough that you mm-hmm. don't know what the apps are like now. Like, yes. even so, obviously, I've been single for three years and then was with my ex for f- nearly five years. It's so different this time around than what it was before my ex. Um, And I think even, I don't know, I would have said even people that were single like three or four years ago, it's probably very different now. It just seems to have gone fucking weird since COVID. I think it's just completely changed. Yeah. Um, So when you've got people that are giving you advice, this is how I met my partner, this is what I did on the apps. I'm like, that's fair enough, but it's fucking different and you need to accept that and when people do that whole are you just being too picky are you sure you're really putting yourself out there are you really open to receiving this I'm like come on now 
I couldn't be more open. Imagine us, yeah, imagine us not trying and having the absolute fucking audacity to do a podcast about it when we're not even trying. Like, come on. And it all it all puts the blame on our shoulders as well. It's all like, are you doing this wrong? Are you doing this wrong? It's like, even if I was doing it all wrong, even if I was like being too picky surely there's there's still somebody who would be able to give it back it's not just about how we are putting ourselves out there it's also about how other people are responding and how we have all Mm. shifted in communications and expectations within dating like it's not just men it's not just women it's everybody everything has shifted so much and none of us really know how to fucking do this whole dating app thing and also, let's be honest, the apps aren't there to make you fall up, fall in love. The apps are there to make money. They don't want you to meet your soulmate within a week of opening the app because then they aren't getting money from you. They're not getting the users. Like the apps are yeah. a business that is mm. feigning this idea of like finding your one true soulmate when in actual fact they're not yeah. built for it. And we're not built for this app dating. The whole thing is fucked. <laughs> I think what makes it worse for us is that we also are of the era where we've got experience of not app dating. Yeah. So we know what it was like to not have the apps. We know what it was like to go out on a night out on the pool to try and meet someone. Um, So we're obviously, there's so many aspects of our generation where we've kind of had the best of both worlds. We remember what it was like to not have the internet, but we also got experience with it. We remember what it was like to not have mobile phones, but we've also now got mobile phones. And I think it's the same with dating. And I think that's why people our age struggle so much because we're like, it's not all we've ever known. Mm -hmm. So we have had to adapt to it. And then when you keep adapting and then it's like every time you adapt, the rules change and then you adapt again and then the rules change and then you adapt again and then the rules change. And it's like, fuck me. I've spent 20 years of my life adapting and I'm not, I haven't got anywhere. And that is frustrating. And when you've got like 25 year olds and this is all they've ever known, it's not a fucking, it's not a head fuck for them. Um, Like trying to navigate the apps and trying to get your personality across and trying to, kind of receive someone else's personality and work out that don't just judge them by their pictures because they seem like this sort of person that's all they've ever known so they're probably they're used to it and yeah I know we've been doing it for long enough that we're used to it but we still know what it's like to not have that and I much prefer the old way oh I miss going out on the pool like that was the most fun I think though like the thing is with the kid, the kids. <laughs> that sounds so with old. The youth. The youth. <laughs> the well, thing is with the youth who are used to this. I think that's in a way I don't know if that is more unhealthy for them if this is the only style of meeting people they've ever known like oh yeah I definitely think it's more unhealthy but what I just mean is they're probably better at it because that was just their inauguration into dating and then it's just stayed the same ever since whereas because it's changed so drastically for us I think we're still kind of getting our heads around it I have not got my head around it now no, and I still maintain now that I'm so much better in real life. God, like the amount of men that can walk into a room and I'm like, I don't fancy them, what are you talking about? And then within 20 minutes <laughs> of having a conversation with them, I'm like, I am literally in love with you. And that you just can't get that on the apps. It just doesn't work on the apps. And that yeah. is entirely my vibe. I always fall in love with people that I don't think I like within the first 10 seconds of meeting them. And it, it just doesn't happen on the apps. This guy who's ghosted me, I don't think I would have matched with on the app. So you've seen pictures of him. Yeah. He's not the sort of person I'd normally, like, say is my type. 
well, in a lot of ways he is, but in a lot of ways he's not. I don't think if I'd seen him on an app, I'd have swiped right. I think I'd have been like, just not even thought twice about it, but it's from knowing him. Yeah. Like prime example, my ex, my proper ex, when I first met him, I'd already known about him because someone that I previously worked with, worked with him and was like, oh, so you're going to be working in the team with this guy. And I was like, what's he like? And she was like, oh, yeah, he's all right, like whatever. And then when I met him, I was like, oh, I see what she meant. Like, and then right. literally, yeah, I was just like, he's all right, like nothing special. And then obviously ended up being nothing special the love of my life. But that's really, that's really depressing. But you know what he's I not mean? The love of your like, life. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I don't, I genuinely don't, there's nothing wrong with him facially, but I don't think I would have swiped for, for him on the apps. I really don't. Um. So I thought I would look into some tips for how to deal with dating fatigue. Um, oh God. I did some research. Um, personally, I have no tips at all. I just tend to wallow in it and let it ruin my life and my <laughs> self-esteem um, for days, weeks, months, who knows. <laughs> Um, but I, I found some tips from uh, a psychologist and, in quotations, dating expert. Um, okay. Honestly, I'll be frank. I think it is the most unhelpful and awful article I've ever read in my life. Oh, God. <clears throat> so right. it's, it's, five, it's five tips for dealing with dating fatigue. So the first one I'm quoting here. Check your expectations. If you oh, expect- fuck off immediately. Immediately. If you expect <sighs> to find someone quickly, you're going to be disappointed way faster than if you recognize that it takes time to meet the right person. Online dating apps and websites might try to hook you up with people with matching interests or similarities, but that is a far cry from matching you with your soulmate. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Oh my god, this is the literal worst. Sorry, they tried to match you with people that like. What did What did you say? They tried to match you up with people that with matching interests or similarities. No, they don't. Well, I mean, they kind of do, but that's what you want. So what they're basically saying: just shut up and deal with it, because you do have to spend three years of swiping through shite before you meet. Okay, I'm I'm mad. Yeah, because it's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Have you never heard that? Oh, it's one of my worst. I hate it when people say that. I mean, I, I personally feel like I've run the dating equivalent of 15 marathons at this point. So it's not like I'm halfway through my first. It's a fucking ultra marathon. One of those ones that you have to run through the night across the Sahara fucking desert. <laughs> so it's fuck 12 off. Ironmans. <laughs> I would fuck Ironman though, just for the record. Um, what? The, that Australian guy? What's his name? Robert Downey Phillips. Robert Junior. Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey oh. Phillips. Did you not? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Um, so her next, her Sorry, next you're tip. you're allowed to. I don't know why I said no. Like you were the most disgusting person on earth. That's entirely allowed. <laughs> I think he's quite Sorry. fit. I like his little weird beard. No, I don't like his beard. No. I quite like it. It's like a bit of like a, it's a little clit tickler. <laughs> Actually, just say that. Oh, I hate it. I want to go home. It's a bit beppe, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, don't. I just shuddered at the word clip tickler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
when I come on a bath. <laughs> Did you say you want to bath or you want a bath? I want a bath. I might have to finish the rest of this episode while I'm in the bath to deal with it mentally. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so point two on this lady's really helpful list. <clears throat> yeah. Don't take it personally. Oh, shut up. This woman's married and has never been on the dating apps. 100%. I was going to say the exact same thing. As stated above, online dating apps and websites are matching you up with random people. So it takes time to find the right person. During that time, there'll be a lot of people who don't work out. If you take it personally, it will be a painful journey. Practice not taking things personally in dating and in general. Someone else's behavior is information about who they are, not who you are. Other people's opinions don't define who you are or your worth. If you get rejected, it doesn't mean anything about your worth. If you get ghosted, it doesn't mean anything about you. Right. On paper, that is all correct. But try telling your feelings that when when it's like the 58th time that it's happened to you. There is nothing worse than when you're upset someone going, oh, don't get upset. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. I'll just switch off, shall I? Yeah, I've just stopped being upset then. Thank you. Thank you Oh, when I've been ghosted for the 28th time in a year. Oh, it's not, it's nothing to do with me. It, you can't help but you can't help but make yourself think that's about you because if it's happening repeatedly, that's a word, then it is her. I'm mad. I'm mad. Do you know what I don't like about this? If this was kind of advice for someone who was maybe had just gone through a breakup and was going on the apps for the first time or someone that was younger, like a teenager or something that was trying the apps out for the first time. Relatively good advice. This isn't good advice for someone with dating fatigue. (laughs) (laughs) If you're already exhausted by it, being told to not take it personally is just going to make you go fuck off. You're a dickhead. I know. It's not... It's not dating fatigue advice. It's it's the entry into dating advice. Yeah. So point three. Oh, fucking hell. Let's go. Learn dating skills. There are specific skills you can learn that make the dating journey less draining, less painful, and which can elevate your self-love and self-respect. You can learn these skills from a therapist, a dating coach, or other resource. Don't assume that you know what you're doing and that you're still single because something is wrong with you. You were probably never taught dating skills, as most of us weren't. There's no, there's no examples. Dating skills are not a thing. It's just surely you're just a person, and then you speak to another person, and then if you like that person, oh my god, why do we need to know dating skills? The fact that it says speak to a dating coach and as she calls herself a dating expert am I supposed to read into this that she actually teaches this and this is just another fucking bullshit where they make money off single people what is this woman's name I don't know didn't save it I'll find it in a minute right you need to (laughs) when I sober up I will think about this again (laughs) but I'm mad at her because I know that she's not on the dating apps. She's not single. She doesn't have experience in this and she's talking shit. Yep. So on that point, point four. Oh God. Be open to change. Each dating experience is an opportunity for growth. It's important to look at the experience and ask yourself what you want to do differently in the future. Ask yourself what you need to work on, what you can learn from past experiences. Use that information to propel yourself forwards. Why is all of this advice 
talking to us like we're doing something wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I am absolutely perfect and everybody else is the problem. I am. But why can't the advice just be, just be yourself? Like the the way that I go into dating is just, I'm going to be myself because if I want to be with someone long-term, there's no point in lying or faking an aspect of my personality or pretending mm-hmm. that I'm interested in something that I'm not. If I, if I want this person to be the person I spend the rest of my life with, they have to know who I am. So yeah. I just go into it. I'm me. If you don't like me, if you think you like me and then you end up not liking me, it's absolutely fine. Just honestly Tell communicate me. that. Tell me we'll move on. No hard feelings. It's not a big deal. So, but all of this advice is acting like we're doing something wrong. It also, like the dating, back to the dating skills one, it just feels like she's encouraging all these stupid dating games, like all this play hard to get, do this, do that, all this bullshit that I'm like, at this big age, we can't be asked to do anymore. I've got a question for you. Where was this article? Is this basically aimed at women? Was it somewhere that it would be aimed at women? It's on psychologytoday.com. So that's not specifically aimed at women then, but it feels like it is. It feels like a targeted terrorist attack on women. (laughs) I think that's just you taking it personally and it's a targeted terrorist attack on you. (laughs) Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, So her final final thing, which, oh, we have heard this one so many times. God, what? Nourish the rest of your life. It's important to not let dating apps or websites consume you. Give them some of your time, but nourish your friendships and other meaningful relationships. Participate in the world in a way that is meaningful to you. Don't expect a relationship will be all you need to be happy. A healthy relationship will come along when you're already happy as you can be without that area of your life fulfilled. Right. My thoughts on that, I genuinely really like my life. I've got really good friends. I've got a good job. I've got a nice place that I live in. I go out and do fun things. I've got loads of fun plans. I go on nice holidays. There isn't a part of me that is like, I am unhappy. And until I meet a man, I will not be happy. But I think it's also okay to be like, I want to meet someone. And I think any time you say as a single person, I want to meet someone. I want to be in a relationship. People see that as you saying you're not happy. Mm -hmm. The two aren't mutually exclusive. I've I've really, really enjoyed my life. I have so much fun, but that doesn't mean that I don't need a man. Mm -hmm. It means that I just want one. I don't need one, but I just want one. And that's okay. okay. You're allowed to want that. Like I am more than capable and more than happy being on my own. Like I, li- I've, I can do it on my own. I can. I can do everything on my own. I don't need anything. No. But I want that. It's okay yeah. to want that. And we're so constantly told, like, love yourself first. You won't. You can't love someone else unless you love yourself. Fuck you, RuPaul. Like I do love myself. I fucking. I'm great, and I love I my life, yeah. and I love everything that's happening. But also, it'd be quite nice to occasionally just have someone's hand to hold. And just to be loved in a non-platonic way. Because I have so much love in my life platonically, but I don't want it all Mm. to be platonic. And that's okay. I don't think, I don't think at this stage in my life, I have ever liked or loved myself more. I think at this stage in my life, if someone said to me, for whatever reason, sit down and give me 10 reasons why you think you're a good person, I could give you 20. And I don't think I've ever been like that 
Um, so this whole, oh, like you just need to love yourself. Like, don't tell me that I don't like myself or my life. I know who mm-hmm. I am. I know all of the qualities that I could bring to a relationship. I know the qualities that I do bring to platonic relationships that I've got in my life. I know my worth. I know that there is somebody out there that I can make so happy because I've got so many good things going yeah. for me. And why is it a bad thing that I know that and I want to share that? It's this not. is bullshit. I'm fucking fuming about these stupid rules. She signs off the article with, so she's given no help there, I would argue. Like nothing no, no, helpful. No. And then she not signs Not for up. dating fatigue, like I said. For dating fatigue, that was all yeah. wrong. And then she signs off her article with this. Dating fatigue is a normal part of the dating journey. It's important to learn to cope with it rather than letting it defeat you. But I haven't actually told you how. If you want to have a relationship, there's no reason you can't. You just have to continue to learn, grow, shift your mindset and take good care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Like I said, I stand by it. If that was dating advice for someone newly single that has just gone through like a big breakup after a big long time or a marriage or someone that is new to dating, half of that was okay advice. Not for people that have trawled through the apps for fucking years and have got dating fatigue. That is so misjudged, that article, for, for the aim of it. And that's what my problem is. Yeah. It was bullshit, and I just wanted to make it you was. mad. <laughs> well, thank you, because now I'm going to a bottomless brunch, and I'm going to turn up and be like, hi, guys. Hi. I'm actually going with two couples as well, which is hilarious. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah. So it's actually quite nice. So the two couples. So when I was with my ex, we went on holiday, and we met these two couples on holiday and had like a week of just pure piss-ups. Um, and then since we broke up, I still talk to these two couples. So I still meet up with them. So it's me and then these two couples, but they're so cool. Like they don't, they don't make me feel like awkward or like alone at all, which is why obviously I would still hang out with them. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to turn up and be like, hi, you look really happy together. You look like you're having a really nice time. Are you 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 in love? (laughs) There's love in the room and I'm just here on my own. Thank you. So alone. I did um, actually put on my Instagram stories asking if any men had any experience of dating fatigue that they'd be willing to share because it, obviously it isn't just a female thing. Um, yeah. I had a grand total of two people respond. One of them told me that we're all just overthinking things these days and it's not a real thing and just like let it go, which was helpful. Um, and then another one who said that the thing that they find worse, it's like women think they have all the power and deserve like everything from men but they're all identically boring (laughs) and just have a cockapoo called teddy that they like to walk on sunday (laughs) and it made me laugh a lot he said i was like what do you think women wait for men to make all the effort and he was like yeah any woman i've tried to date think they're special as fuck and i'm like dear you're in your late 20s pretty sure but your hobbies are going for a swim in cold water and facilitating your dog being a cunt And then he was like, but this is the thing. How do you differentiate between us being like, I know my worth. I know what I can bring to the table. I know that I deserve X, Y, Z. And then being like, but not, but do you know what I mean? Like what he's saying, he has got a yeah. point. 
I know, a, I know. There's a sweet spot in the middle of that, and I hope I hit that sweet spot because I don't think they, I don't make men make all the effort. No, I don't. And he was like, genuinely though, I think the final 10% of people who aren't shit dog wankers and actually have real opinions and know who they are have the same percentage of people to pick from. And because they know what they're like, realistically, there's like 0.01% of people who I'll actually work with. And that's why dating fatigue comes for everyone because 99% of people are cunts. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to quote you on that because that, yeah. Well, that was fun. I'm fuming now. Basically, brunch. <laughs> it's all shit. I want to go to the pub so fucking badly. I'm going to get so drunk today after this. I can't even tell you. I'm so jealous. I am so fucking jealous. Sorry. Yeah, basically, it's all fucked. I'm tired. I'm deleting the apps. I'm giving up for a bit. And yeah, so my content ain't going to be very entertaining for a while. So guys. But maybe because I'll stop looking... What I want, you'll find, find someone. Oh my god! Imagine if I do though, then we'll be like shit. <laughs> I'll be fucking fuming if that happens. <laughs> Not having it. All right. All right. Fine. That was great. That was cheery. Yeah. Right. Cool. Bye. Bye. So, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of the fun places. And if you want some of our bonus content vibes, hit us up on Patreon. Um, yeah. And it's worth the £3 a month, we promise. It's actually worth the £100 a month that you can <laughs> Oh my God. If, yeah, because you could go on a night out with us if you Imagine. want that. Imagine. Who Pay doesn't it. want that? It would, it would be carnage. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Well, that was fun. I'm fuming now.